0: ...and their company in Melbourne when I needed to spend prolonged time in the city for research purposes. Professor Inge Klendinen gave me advice and reassurance at crucial stages along the way. My sister Louise Wilson and my friend Dr. Bill Owen found essential documents and articles for me when I was unable to locate them. Bill's enthusiasm for this work comforted me at difficult moments... I regret very deeply that he did not live to see its completion. In Mexico, Rosa Maria Duniga, Philomena Alvarado Ortiz, Luis de Cuesta, Maria Luz Ramirez, and José Guadalupe Moreno offered me their wisdom as well as their friendship. My family, David, Lucy, Anna, and Patrick, showed patience and understanding as they learned to live with Malinche. My parents may have started the whole thing off years ago, when they gave me The Heart of Jade by Salvador de Madriaga. My thanks go to Bernadette Foley for her sympathetic editing, to Krista Munns and Meredith Lyle for their patience in guiding me to a safe landing in the final stages, and to Ruth Gruner for endowing this book with such visual beauty. But my deepest gratitude must go to Jackie Yowell, my publisher. Without her constant and unfailing support and encouragement, I would have abandoned this project long ago. Anna Lanyon, Narrowong, May 1999 Chapter 1 Prelude To this sombre evening was I led by a multiple labyrinth of steps, woven by my days, since one day in my childhood. Jorge Luis Borges, Conjectural Poem The Absent Figure In September 1997, I put a telephone call through to Mexico City, to the famous Museo Nacional de Antropología. The receptionist told me the person I wanted to speak to no longer worked there. She had transferred to another institute in Colima, on the west coast of Mexico. Would I like a number? I called Colima and waited nervously while the secretary went to find Rosa Maria Zuniga. How would I explain who I was and what I was doing? Would she think I was crazy? I heard the sound of footsteps on a wooden floor, then her voice, ¿Bueno? I began. I explained that I had tried to find her when I was last in Mexico in 1994. I had wondered about her ever since because I had heard that, like me, she was researching the life and legend of Malinche. That's why I had finally summoned the courage to ring. I need not have worried. That was the first of many long conversations Rosa Maria and I would have, by telephone, by mail. She told me she had moved to Colima, "'beneath its beautiful volcanoes called Fire and Ice, Fuego and Hielo, "'to escape the pollution and crime of Mexico City. "'She was an anthropologist and linguist. "'As well as her native Spanish, she spoke several other European languages "'and two indigenous Mexican tongues, Tapotec and Nahuatl. "'I explained that my background was also in language, "'but I knew only Spanish and Portuguese.' As for Nahuatl it interested me greatly, although I had only a passing knowledge of this beautiful tongue. On one occasion, Rosa Maria remarked on the curious nature of our friendship, about how strange it was that we should have been brought together by a woman who had disappeared five hundred years ago. Something else she said about Malinche has stayed with me. She described her as the absent figure, always present— in the history of the conquest of Mexico, El personaje ausente siempre presente, were her precise words. Even after all this time, I can think of no better definition of Malinche. Malinche really lived. It is important to say this at the outset, because the little that remains of her story is so fragmentary and so elusive as to suggest a mirage, a fantasy even in Mexico, where she is remembered with such bitter and enduring poignancy.